On today's episode, we have another edition of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and this time we are talking about Galaxy's Edge. This is episode 99 of the Diz Dudes Podcast. We were singing, my, my, this Tyrannican guy, maybe Vader someday later, now he's just a small fry, and he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye, saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. This lovely episode of the Diz Dudes is brought to you by our good friends at Expedition Roasters. So if you're a fan of Disney and great coffee, which if you're listening to this, I'm assuming one of those are the case, probably Disney, um, you should try Expedition Roasters. They have really great coffee. It's subtly flavored. It's none of that, you know, bad beans that are overly flavored that you find in a lot of different things. Uh, very good beans, lightly flavored, fantastic they also have teas uh you can get some shirts you can get some mugs you can get all kinds of stuff over there but if you go to expeditionroasters.com and use the promo code at ctm15 you can save 15 percent off every single order you place plus if you order 49 dollars worth of merchandise you get free shipping so go check them out expeditionroasters.com and the promo code ctm15 to let them know that we sent you over there well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my trusty co-host, Mr. Jeremy. Uh, I got nothing. I didn't look beforehand, so I got nothing from middle name. Jeremy Stein. How dare I'll call you for your actual Christian name, Mr. <laughs> Jeremy Stein. How dare you? I'm uh, so offended. I'm sorry. She didn't call me by a girl's it, name. I'm, um, I'm sorry. No, I know I'm, there's I'm a good. lot of people that love that aspect I know. of this. I know they do. No, I'm good. You're, you, we've uh, 99 episodes in. We're officially official and have... Now an office chair for you to sit in. Uh, you have a desk in front of you. Like, I made this it. Is, yeah. I made it. I have so, two desks now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I feel accomplished now. Crafted it from wood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went to the woods and I cut it down and I, we, yeah. I, I, that or I went to Ikea. I don't know which one it was. It was like one of the pretty other. Pretty much the same. I don't remember. Yeah. But basically same. the same. same I difference. put it together either way. Yeah. I mean. Uh, isn't Ikea Swedish for wooden I, forest? I think it is. I, I think, think so. Ikea is Swedish for... Have fun with that. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you're going to be a screw short. <laughs> <laughs> none of it's hard. Like you helped me on some stuff, and I went back and got another dresser for our room. And like, none of it's hard, but something like literally, I, I think if you weren't handy, I could see that being really difficult. Oh no, totally. Because some of them, I'll look at and I'll be like, I know what they're trying to say, and I can figure this thing out. Yeah. But if you just had no clue, I could totally see these. They have these services now you can get, yep. like Task Rabbit, that put it together for you. I'm like. Depending on how much they would charge, it could save you. I mean, it could at least save you a couple hours. Oh, no, it totally could. And the work, like, if I'm putting together something like that and I'm a screw short, like, I'm actually okay with it because I'm like, well, I've got extra screws. Mm-hmm. But it's when you have leftovers and you're like, oh, no, did I forget one or is this extra? And they often that do that. I've also found that they usually give you one extra dowel rod, uh-huh. at least, and one of the bigger screws, but then it makes you go, Right. Did I forget one somewhere? Where did it go? And then, yeah. <laughs> you just spend the rest of then your I just life shake it. Yeah, scared to I sleep in your own bed. I shake it, and I'm bed. like, well, it seems sturdy. I'm sure it'll well, hold can, up over I time. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. But, no, yeah, things are, we're getting settled in down here. I was telling Jeremy, it, it's it almost got rid of most of the boxes. Yeah, that's good. Most of the office stuff, and so things are, things are good. Coming to a little bit of a flow, so. Yeah. Moving is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It takes, it takes a while just to get things back to. I think I read where stressors and is like a divorce, 
mm-hmm. the death in the family and moving yeah are like the biggest stressors people will encounter and i feel like some of those could go hand in hand like yeah we were moving and then we got a divorce <laughs> and we got a divorce or we were moving and then yeah, <laughs> yeah i had like killed someone because i was so angry about it so there's definitely they yeah. go hand in hand a little I, bit. yeah i could totally see that but yeah so it's uh Going good, and then we're we're recording a little early today uh, in Club Thirty Two because uh, it was it, we've got some calls today, and then we figured earlier better than later because I've always found like anytime you like well we do it later like a lot of things can happen where it just gets pushed back and it doesn't happen. Yep. So yeah, then my brain just starts to shut down as the day goes on. Anyway, that's true. So this is where I'm at my peak. Yeah, which still isn't that great, but it's definitely <laughs> better call, than later. Quote unquote, yeah. peak. peak. <laughs> I said my peak, not the peak of. <laughs> Of that's other people. <laughs> yes. That's the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, mean, yeah, I, I understand that. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So, uh, well, we both just got back from Disney this weekend. Yes. It's going to be weird. Like, usually I'm used to talking like, well, Jeremy just got back from Disney. And then like every once in a while we're like, we did. But yeah, we, we were at Disney on Friday. Uh-huh. And then you were there Saturday through yeah, Saturday Sunday. Through, yeah. Well, Monday. Technically yes, Monday. But yeah. I mean, we got home by 9 a.m. Monday. Yeah. So yeah, it barely counted, and it was it was busy. Uh, President's Day weekend apparently is very busy. I have never seen Animal Kingdom the way that I saw Animal Kingdom as far as crowds go. And, well, Hollywood ever, Studios on Friday was Star Tours was ninety minute wait. That's insane. I was I didn't ride anything. We had no. some fast passes. With my daughter and and Jamie rode on, but I went to Baseline at one point and just got a nice. 22 ouncer yeah and just hung but out but see like i know i know i think we had mentioned in the past on some show i don't know we got so many of them more um them. now that you are here and you can go more often like just going to the park and saying you know what it's busy i'm just gonna go to baseline yeah it's not isn't that it big refreshing of a deal. like well it is because you don't have to put so much pressure and right. you don't feel like before it was really crowded you would you just be like i don't know almost angry because you weren't right. gonna be able to like do as much stuff but um yeah it, it kind of makes it where you can just relax a bit more yeah um but yeah i and hollywood studio and that's the thing it was busy it didn't seem insane in terms of the, like walking around you're like okay it's busy but i would never have thought the crowds would have equaled the wait times that we were yeah, seeing 90 minutes at like 90 minutes for star tours everything was i mean most things were like 100 minutes Jeez. at least um i think even alien swirling saucers was I think it was 90 Golly. or 60. I mean, that ride, anything more than 20 minutes is not even remotely worth it, except yeah. unless your kids love it. Um, Slinky Dog was 100-something. Toy Story Mania was 100-something. So it was it was a gorgeous day, just really crowded. Yeah. Um, but I had, I had the um, – uh, shoot, what is that called? Um, the brewing company. It's out in California. Golden Road. Okay. I've been wanting to try Golden Road. Yeah. Uh, but it's a Hefeweizen. It was it was pretty good. That's what the one I usually get there. Yeah, they have a couple. There's another one I want to try. There's a Hefeweizen, and then there is a. Uh, I can't remember the other one now. There's two, um, but I'm gonna try the other one. But yeah. One thing about ta- in most places do this, but baseline, um, I I asked to try a couple of them. They'll let you try. Yes, some. they will. And so you know, I mean, you're talking about a 22 ounce beer is, was it? 1065. Yeah, somewhere around there. Which They're still one of the best price. Is a good value yeah. at Disney. Uh, so, you know, if you're not sure what to get, you can kind of yes. try some stuff. But. Yep. Well, that's always the question that's funny to me now is when they'll come, and maybe it's just me. Like, Would you like the 16 ounce or the 22 ounce? What do you think? I want the 22 ounce. Most people don't ever offer me the 16 yeah. ounce, please. Like, how dare you? But really, but if you're looking at value and you're trying to be financially sound, 
it is a better value to get the bigger beer. If you're probably trying so to be financially just, sound, you, know. you probably just wouldn't buy a beer at Disney World. Well. I'm but I see what you're saying. <laughs> if you are going to get one, it does make sense. Again, yeah. it's like you're like, I'm saving money if I get the I bigger one. I don't want to pass that. I don't How am I going to do that? Like, I don't want to lose money. Yeah. I already bought Swedish meatballs earlier in the week at Ikea. <laughs> Swedish meatballs bought, are cheap. Yeah. They're like, like a dollar, what was it, a dollar... Fifteen you get a for couple like of four them? of them. Wow, that is a good deal. I mean, there weren't they weren't like huge, but do they have twenty two ounce beers there? Do they have serve think. alcohol at IKEA? Actually, I don't think maybe I don't know. What's weird? That is should people, be a thing. People go there for lunch. I know. Like I, like when we walked through that one day, I mean, I saw people look like they were on their like business lunch break. Yeah, because they were wearing well, they've like got a door and, like that goes straight all. to the cafeteria. Right. Yeah, and I was like, but looking at the pricing, it's all cheap. the it, it is. So I could totally see that. But I would like where you could go and they speak get a twenty two ounce beer. And then go shop. <laughs> like, that would be fun. Ikea should And Ikea's going to make more money that because way. Because they're going to make a lot of money. Yeah, by the know. end of it, they're like, should I buy this Florganbjorgen? Yeah, honey, go ahead. Buy I'm eight of them. I don't care. Like, would you like a lot of beer? And yeah. like, they just keep pouring it. And all of a sudden, you just walk out. They're like, I didn't need four dressers. Yeah. But like, oh. And then you got to go home and put it all together, and yeah. you're hammered. So that's, that's not, yeah, yeah. I like that. We'll open our own. If Ikea will let us, we'll open up a beer yeah. house in there. Yep. We'll, call it, we'll call it the Dude's, well, dude's Tap House. And like then... Yeah, if every fourth beer, you get a free uh, some small thing that, that makes something good. Okay. Yeah. yeah, some meatballs. <laughs> get free meatballs. Bedrooms and beers. Yeah, we'll Ooh. call it. Good idea. Well, we're not going to talk about what we would do, <laughs> random business wise. Put it, put it on our invention yeah. list. Uh, Dave here in, in Club Three Two says new shirt. Don't offer me the smaller size. That, that's a good point. Like, well, yeah, but I would nothing. Don't. What, what we're not selling say? them. To, we're not selling them to women. Is all I'm saying. If we do so, we should, we should probably move on. I will sell them to women. I don't know what Jeremy apparently has a problem with women. Uh, I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, oh, <laughs> so, all right. Well, we have another edition of uh, Keep It. Not Keep It. Fix It. Burn It. Excuse me. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, we're gonna talk about Galaxy's Edge today. Uh, but before we do that, we're remind you to check out some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. We have uh, the Capture Magic podcast. Myself, my lovely wife Jamie, every Monday and Friday. Uh, we also have Main Street Magic with Jeremy and Rhonda. Rhonda's wonderful. Jeremy is, he's okay. Finn's I'm, on the there. I'm there. He's there. Uh, it is every Tuesday and Thursday, and Jamie has Trip Tales on the CTM feed every well, twice a week. I think that usually comes out on Fridays for the most part. And then in Club 32, we got CTM into movies, which we're going to reduce more of those. We're going to have the Jonda show coming up. Uh, plus, you get the live streams of this dude's. Uh, so if you want to join that, go to ctmvip dot excuse me dot com. Uh, and check that out. And uh, that's, I think that's it. So, all right. Good, the bad, and the ugly. So, I suppose we'll start ugly. Start ugly. Let's start, start ugly. Negative. We'll start okay. ugly and then go and then we'll build from there. Okay. So, that works. What would, what is your ugly about Galaxy's Edge? And it can be more than one thing. Yeah. I mean, my, my overall ugly, while I do enjoy the ride most of the time, my overall ugly is, is the selection of, pilots on smugglers run i was okay mine was yeah. smugglers run and how it's set up and and i i know i mean i part of me feels like we've beat a dead horse here but it's still it's not dead an dead. issue yeah, yeah it's still slightly alive or it's just sleeping um but faking, yeah. yeah but what but nate bargatsky to want the horse yeah, that was a <laughs> he was just, he'd never seen a horse lay <laughs> down before yep. <laughs> so um no, I think I, I, it is the biggest issue. And even going down to just like, you know, talking to people most recently, now that this has been open for months, but talking to people most recently. And, and the one of the first things they always say is like, oh, yeah, we finally rode Smuggler's Run, but we didn't get a great pilot. And it's it's just Jamie's such family an issue. just went and that was 
what they talked that about was their was, problem well and it was like unless you get the pilot seat right you're just at the will of whoever's pilot and yes. a lot, and I, I get it. a lot of people put their kids because their kids want to be pilots of course of course and and disney is not going to come out and say you got to be a certain age because then right. people disney's gonna get a bunch of bad press about yep. not letting kids do stuff at disney world it, it's just the flaw in the ride in that it sounds really good in concept. Like if you come up to me and said, hey, yes. what about you piloting Millennium Falcon? You're like, that sounds awesome. I'm in. It's just an execution on a mass scale. Certain things don't work on a mass scale. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of them. And, and it's just because it's just, the, you're, you know, I couldn't imagine waiting in line for this for like three hours. Mm-hmm. And you get up there and then, and, and I know they've done stuff to like make the ride where, it still goes on. It's still supposed to be enjoyable. Right. But it's it, not like it technically can crash and burn. Right. Like you don't get five seconds in. But and sometimes just, it might as well. It, yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like, I think maybe the better route to take, like I was talking about this with Jamie and her mom the other night, was they should have had it where your pilot, and there's certain times they're like, you know, pull left and do certain things, like go to hyperspeed, but having full control, yeah. it just makes the ride so... Uh, inconsistent. Yes. And, and the experiences can vary. Yeah. And it's still really Which should cool. be a positive. Should but be. But it's not. And in this case, it's not. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I think it's still cool. You still be, get to basically be in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. You get to yeah. see the Millennium Falcon. So I think the cool... It's almost like the Jimmy Fallon ride over mm-hmm. Universal in that that ride itself is the least impressive part of the attraction. All That's the other true. stuff around it is kind of cool. Yeah. And I feel like way about smugglers run yep. everything else around it is really cool the ride while potentially could be really really cool has the potential to also be the, the least impressive part yeah now parts of it like when you get off and you crash and the thing's blinking and sparking like that is really cool but again it, it's just i don't know i i understand i both understand and get frustrated when i'm on the ride and all of a sudden it's like an eight-year-old kid in the pilot seat and you're like oh no but it could also be a 60 year old woman <laughs> or yes. man or me yeah. i mean it's well not and the easy first time you do it it is not yeah the, the controls are weird yeah and and I'm, i play video games i played them all my life and the first time i did it it took me about 30 seconds to be like oh to figure out the touch you can get your bearings yep. yeah and, and and so and i've heard if you're a really really good pilot there's certain parts of it that you can go further and further mm-hmm. into it i've yet to see that but it's just <laughs> Yeah, that is the ugliest part about Galaxy's Edge is, is that. And, and, this, and the thing, the weird thing is when you first hear it, you're like, oh, that would be so cool. Right. It would be if you had your own Millennium Falcon ride. Right. Yep. If you didn't have to worry about sharing with other people. And I think that's where it's just, it's one of those things, again, that I'm surprised it got past the planning phase. Yeah. Yeah, I think I am too. I mean, it's, it, it you know concept great execution not so great if if it's one of the few rides i don't get motion sickness i went one time as a single rider there were four other people and then i think it was maybe another single rider or something but the two pilots were not good at all and like i actually got off the ride and felt slightly nauseous and that never happens to me see that's, that's how what, bad they were and that's what i talking about jamie and i was like it just it was she was getting motion sick and i was like it's just gonna depend yes. like you could get very motion sick or, or none you could be fine <laughs> Almost, it yeah. just totally depends on who's the pilot yep and single rider in this attraction is very inconsistent as well. Yes. I've been on it where, you know, one time we went through it and it was 10 minutes. Yes. And other times you said over an hour for 20 minutes and you don't move. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's the ride in general is just kind of inconsistent. Yep. I would say. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't, uh, it maybe if there was some sort of mix between like a star tours and the millennium Falcon, you know, the smugglers run, 
where maybe you can still press buttons, but you don't have so much control. Or again, I kind of wish there was an opt out feature in some sense where, you know, uh, you could say, look, this kid wants to be a pilot. Autopilot. He wants to move the controls, but let's not have him actually control anything. So, yeah, Yeah. like an autopilot. I wonder at some point if they do like a mission space and they split it. Could be. And one half you can pilot, but maybe one half you have to be a certain age yeah. to pilot. The other half, the, the little kids can still sit in the seat and yep. do stuff, but they won't know the difference yeah. because like a six-year-old's not going to understand the difference yeah. in that. And the thing is, at the very end, when Chewie takes over... Oh, it's great. That's where you feel the most right. like you're flying <laughs> yeah. anyways. And that's the thing I'm like, that should be the whole ride. I agree, yeah. And like with Mission Space, my biggest gripe, well, other than they took Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan out, which was just awful, Monsters. but... But my thing was, so you want me to press this button, but if I press it, it doesn't do anything. That's stupid. I wish they would change that. Now that they did, I'm like, yeah, I kind of like this way. Like, yeah. I'd be okay mashing buttons, pretending in my mind that they made a difference, because I'm going to mash them anyway. Right. So, yeah, I kind of wish it actually was more like mission space control. And that's what David just said. Would you rather it be more glorified Star Tours? Yes. After experiencing it multiple times, yeah. I think I, I would. Think I think having it be beyond a mission space where the button mashing doesn't mean anything, like you can have, it's kind of like meeting in the middle. Yeah. And I think that would be a better experience for everybody if, if yeah. that were to happen. Totally. I really do. Um, and, and, and again, if it was like, Jared, you can have your own Millennium Falcon in your house that you can use anytime. You'd be like, awesome. I'm all on board. But it's it's whenever it's, it's again, some ideas work really well small scale. Mm-hmm. They don't work on mass scale, and I think yeah. this is just one of those. Yeah. Like if this was a VR, personal VR headset ride, right? then control it all you want because yeah. you're not messing up other people's And that's the experience. thing. It's like other people's experience. And honestly, too, it puts a lot of pressure on you as a pilot yeah. that if, you, if you're if you bad, the people behind you have a, have a worse experience. They do, and, and they so, know it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, and they throw things at you. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, yeah, you get off, and there's ruffians yeah. waiting for you in a back alley of Batu. Yeah. It's horrible. It's, it's the worst. Yeah. Shouldn't, wouldn't wish Josh said, unpopular anyone. with some, there needs to be an age limit on pilots. I agree, but Disney won't do it. But the because problem, they but would the get a bad, limit, they would get a bad press. If Disney, but here's the thing. If Disney did it, you'd see article after article after article about Disney World says little kids can't pilot, and then you have every mom out there, Karens of the world, being like, my little five-year-old wanted to do it, and they were told not. Again, that's why you should be able to turn it off to where if you have little kids, they can still be pilots, but it doesn't affect the ride experience. Yes. And, and, and everybody's happy. And, I, and I, I, I agree with that to an extent, except of the way this is done, where restricting age now i totally get it if you've got you know a, a, maybe a four or five year old and i can't remember the the height limit on here it's but a little bit more it's i can't remember exactly but <laughs> plain and simple it should be limited with my mom or my dad yeah so you can, so i don't think you can say 10 and under isn't allowed to pilot but my mom and dad would be allowed to because right. there's probably 10 year olds or nine year olds that would be oh, better sure. than my parents for sure and that's where the issue i almost think it needs to come down to a parent being able to go Little Jimmy is not going to be able to pilot this thing, but he wants to be pilot. Therefore, we'd like to opt him out. He still, like you said, he still controls it, right? But he doesn't affect other people's rides. So little yeah. Jimmy's happy. He thinks he can do it. But I would do the same thing with my mom. Right. I'd be like, look, my mom wants to be a pilot. Yeah. But we don't want her actually controlling the ship. Again, so. <laughs> ultimately, I wonder if the other change it, but ultimately, I think just just take it down to just making the ride where that's the case. Yeah, I and I wonder so. if they ever change that. It, it may. I mean, I, I think there's going to be a major addition at some point too, because it just, I understand that the ride is slightly different every time based on Who's what piloting. you do or do not yeah. crash into and how many of the coaxium you can get. Right. But not in the sense of star tours. I yeah. still, star tours still has 
a hundred times more rewritability to me well, when you, you can get different scenes. And you could do different scenes. Yeah, and that's I mean, what that, I think they need to That'd be some kind of cool. Yeah. I, I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right, we move on to the bad. We'll start with you. What is your bad about My Galaxy's Edge? My bad about Galaxy's Edge are the prices. Oh, They okay. are high. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Like Ronto Wraps, you're talking at least $12. Uh, I understand Disney's expensive, but that's something that should be... Eight to ten dollars. Yeah, it should, which should be similar to what you would purchase it for somewhere else in the park, and yes. they're not. They're not. Be, you go to o- Oga's Cantina. I mean, you're talking sixteen dollars for a drink. Yeah, um, it's super expensive. All the experiences in there are expensive. So, I get, you know, it's a new land, all these things like that. But it is significantly more expensive in Galaxy's Edge to do just about anything in there. Even the blue milk. I mean, those are at least nine dollars a piece. Yeah, and I think that's twelve, 12 to fourteen with alcohol. Right. So the nine dollars is without alcohol. Yeah. You could go get again. You can go to baseline, and get yourself a twenty-two ounce beer yep. for ten sixty-five, yeah. or you get blue milk, which is okay for about nine bucks. That's crazy. And and to me, you know, we've talked about like if you do want a drink or beer or something like that, uh, just walk out and go to baseline. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's cheaper. But and you know, it's like this the the lightsaber experience is like two hundred dollars. I haven't done it, but I have a hard time believing that two hundred dollars is. Now I'm sure people disagree. Not saying it's not worth it, but that's a lot of money. It is. When you can go buy a lightsaber in the antiquities shop, and I think some of them are like $115. Yeah. I would much rather have a Luke Skywalker lightsaber versus I just, quote, built my own. Right. You know, yeah, to me, personally. Um, but that's the bad. And I get it. It's Disney, and I understand like that. But it is, the price is a little, that's the first thing a lot of people say. It's like, man, it's expensive in here. Uh, and, it is. And, and I'm I'm okay with saying things are more expensive because it's Disney. But now it's things are more expensive because it's Galaxy's Edge. Right. So it's above and beyond Disney. Yeah. You know, if you walked into, yeah, if you went outside of Galaxy's Edge and again, they had, I don't know, they had a build, build your own toy experience at Toy Story Land for 200 bucks, you'd go, okay, well, these are kind of the same. Or if they had, right. again, if you're paying $19 for a mixed drink, then you would go, oh, well, they're the same, but it's not. They're upped simply because you've now stepped foot in Galaxy's Edge. Right. So you've upped the prices because you stepped foot in Disney. And then you've upped the prices again because you're in Galaxy's Edge. I mean, that's yeah. that's not at the resorts. You know, if no. I get a, if I get a mixed drink at the bar at Pop Century or Riviera, right? They're, they're the going to be price. the same price, yeah. so they're not upping you that's based on that experience. That's a good point. And they are here. Yeah. Um, my bad, actually, and and actually, I haven't stepped foot in Galaxy's Edge now. I feel like in a couple of weeks, and so maybe they changed it yet. I don't know if you saw it. Is the bags. <laughs> I'm still so mad that they open this place with every detailed theming possible, and they have the standard Walt Disney World bags without a story. I don't think they've changed that. I don't think so either. I don't think they've changed it. That is that. I agree with you. That is one of the first things we noticed in there, and I, I, I'm shocked at the oversight of that. Yeah, because it would have been so. Well, and even making like a black bag with black, like a blackout bag, you would have people that would probably buy stuff just to get the bag, just to get the bag. You know, like that's something too. But yeah, it's 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 odd that they did that because yeah. everything else is so detailed, and then that's the one thing where it's like, oh, I'm in Disney World. Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah, and and, and I, this would be way too much. You'd have to have every cast member say it, and it would just lose its luster. But I almost want them to be like, we have somebody who came from Earth who now resides in Batu, and they had a bunch of these bags. I don't know. That's right, why we use create them. A story because it. we don't have bags in, in, I don't know, a galaxy far, far away. We're not used to it. And then it was like they kind of tried to fix it by introducing the reusable bags 
that would have been a good chance. At least upsell, say you can get a dollar, two dollar, three dollar bag. Right. But have them themed to Batu. They're still themed to Hollywood Studios and Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So that's uh, you know I don't know. That's the one that I, bothers me. <laughs> I agree. It's 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 weird. It's not enough to pull me out of it, but no, it is no, a little. No. It's a little weird yeah i will say and, and obviously you're gonna have people coming and going that are bringing bags from other areas in the park right. and it's not like i'm gonna ever look and be like wait a second you you're wearing a shirt from jc pennies that doesn't they don't jc pennies on bad too yeah but when it's within the land that they spend so much time and money and effort on every little detail yeah and then we just get the standard bags yeah so i will i'll take that complaint to my grave maybe i'll change it maybe maybe well, yeah, send, I thought about send it to the Bobs. I'll send it over. I, <laughs> I think we about, already have. I thought about that one, and then I, I like your price. I, just, I was just like the price thing to me is more, and that's the thing people notice so much. And, and I get Ogas. Like Ogas mm-hmm. is an experience. Um, I'm, it's still insanely expensive in there, but yeah. I kind of get it in that like you're not going to get that experience anywhere else. Yeah, you can get mixed drinks at other places yeah. on property. Those are very different. I will. It's say. It's different in there. But yeah, it's just a simple fact of like blue milk or anything else in there. It's just yeah, it it's just like like the Ronto wraps is one where I'm like I love the Ronto wraps, but I'm like man, twelve dollars. Like yeah, two be, of them, two of them is twenty seven dollars. I mean, yeah. you know, and I know again, I know Disney's expensive, but it's like those things should be like nine dollars. Yeah, eight nine dollars. Yeah, well, especially when you figure out what it takes to make them at home. Right, I can make a not- mess of them for the same price as one of them. There, of course, yeah. I feel like so. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we did the ugly. We did the bad. They weren't too horrible, I think, yeah. because I think Galaxy's Edge is mostly good. I agree. It's hard to find. I mean, really, those are the two things I would say yeah. are, are are bad about it. And that's because we had to pick them because this is yeah. called the good, the bad and the ugly. Right. We had if it was just them. called the good, the good and the good. That would be dumb. we could find more stuff. Yeah, we certainly true. could. So, yeah. Well, I guess what would your what would your good be? So I think it's easy for me to say Rise of the Resistance. But I think what I love so much, not about only the attraction, is that it just it actually completed the land. I mean, we we loved Star Wars or we loved Galaxy's Edge, you know, when we all went for opening. I think we all enjoyed it. We all thought it was amazingly themed. You know, we loved everything about it, but it felt incomplete. The story felt incomplete. The land felt incomplete. And now with the opening of Rise, they've completed both the land and a story that the whole Batu is supposed to tell. And I think it's like there's no there's no other land and, and disney that i think is as cohesive and and tells a story the way that galaxy's edge does right. you know i mean i think like adventure land does a really good job and even frontier land but there's not a specific story attached to them no you know, they're not and those are more you know you can see out from those yes you know if you're in frontier land yeah. you can see liberty square you can see yep. other stuff so yeah i mean that's the thing with with batu it's like it's hard i know people have nitpicked it and found certain things but when you're in there what I know, right? Yeah. You're saying that there's negative people that would find issues with something that Disney has done? I've heard. Jared. I've heard. There were some people (laughs) angry that they could see Toy Story Land from Galaxy's Edge, so... Not really sure if they wanted a curtain there. Not really sure how they wanted to go just about that. Just curtain, just a giant curtain. Pay like, no attention to the toys behind the curtain. Don't worry about it. It's nothing. Just um, blindfold you, maybe. Just ooh. like, excuse me, you have to put on a blindfold yeah. while you're walking the next hundred feet. Yes, because we don't want to ruin your vacation. That's true. Yeah, we don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I just, I, I feel like the the good is simply like the just kind of all the land, the yeah. scale it's built, yes. the theme, all of it in there. I mean. There's if you like Star Wars, 
it's hard not to enjoy. And, and the more you like it, the more you find little things here and there about it. It's it's massive. Like the mountains are everything's built to scale. That's what's incredible. I mean, the mountains up there, the lighting at night is really cool. The Falcon, the Millennium Falcon. They could have put really that cool. up. They could have put that up on a mountain, yeah. on a landing pad, and have it, you know, quarter scale or something. Right. Yeah. And everybody would have been like, oh, well, that's what Disney does. Well, and does. it's even like the little, the little speedsters around. They all make noise. Yep. Um, you know, the characters that go around in there are, are really cool, They which are doing more of those. So yeah. it, it, I agree. When it first opened, it it seemed incomplete that Rise was just this weird thing that was over there. That right. There were a couple of cast members that were standing there, and they would just be like, oh, you can't come over. It was just odd. And, and I still haven't got to Rise, ride Rise yet. Heard nothing but great things about it, but um, I think now this complete land, it's just, you know, I think the closest competition to it would be Harry Potter and Universal Studios, but I feel like (laughs) Galaxy's Edge is is above and beyond that in terms of detail. Yeah. But it just depends. Like, if you don't like Star Wars and you like Harry Potter, you're going to like Harry Potter stuff more or Mm -hmm. vice versa. So it's very dependent upon what you enjoy. Um, But I, I, yeah, I mean, if you're even remotely a fan of Star Wars, even if you're not, yeah, you would like it. I think so. And I want to experience. I want to do Smugglers with Jamie. I want to do. I want to ride Rise. Um, I'd like to go back to Ogas. Yeah, I'd and, like for all. Yeah, all of us to go to Ogas. Yeah, which I think we may be able to. With um, I think Samantha's. Yeah, I think go. we're doing it in yeah. May or something. Yeah, we're planning to. Um, and, and so I just think you know do some more of that. But it, it's just, it's a cool place. It yeah. really is. You know. But do you looking? Looking back now, and I know you haven't had a chance to do Rise yet, and you will very soon, I'm sure. Do you think that they opened it correctly, regardless of their reasonings for doing the double phased opening? Yeah, knowing what you now know, and and you know having been there opening weekend, and now having visited. I mean, I'm torn. I'm I'm glad we get to experience opening weekend like that. Yeah. when we did, I think that was fun for all of us yes. to do. Granted, Jamie didn't get to go. Um, I do think it would have been better, made a little bit more sense to wait for it all to open at the same time. Yeah. But you could also make the argument that the crowds and the way that Rise is built, like it could have been potentially just bad. Yeah. That there's too much going on. I, I think part of Disney now, too, is they want to almost do soft openings with things that yep. kind of ease people in, mm-hmm. give the cast members a chance to learn stuff. Because the thing is, too, a ride like that or a land like that. You're just going to have a mass of people coming in, and you're talking about cast members and stuff that's, you know, they've done some previews, but sometimes when you stress test things and you don't know. But in a perfect world, I think it would have made a lot more sense to just open it all at once. Yeah. Because it did seem, it was really cool, but it, it was just this thing of like, oh, yeah, that's not that's not done over right. there. Well, and especially my, my biggest gripe with that to begin with was that you had to walk past rise yeah you would see when I mean, you see when you first walk right. in it'd be one thing if the main entrance brought you right in over where like the first the order is yeah, yeah or yeah, something yeah, where yeah. the milk stand is yeah or like that would have made yeah and, and maybe rise was just kind of off in a corner you didn't even really go over there right. but yeah i mean crowd wise i think it probably worked out better but and, and you know and now if you've if nobody had ever gone until now they just go to an opening complete open land yeah so they're not going to notice as much so right. yeah I, I don't i certainly if they came to me and were like, how do we open this giant land? I would have been like, I have no idea. That's... Well, and I get so. they did it for, you know, money and timing mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff like that. Of course. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, lo- I, I, I love the it. land. I want to get I want to get back there. Like, it's just been so crazy since Rise opened. We almost stay away a little. But... Oh, it was busy in there on Friday. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, we literally, we were going to go, Sunday we were going to go over to Hollywood Studios after breakfast, and I had multiple people I knew in the park texting me saying, don't come here. Like, yeah. Don't even come in the gate. And I was like, okay, we'll go to Epcot. Yeah. So, and then later, they all came to Epcot. Yeah. So, it's... It was busy. Yeah. It was definitely busy. Uh, let's see what Club 32 has to say in here. Uh, caught you said, let's see. Oh, Josh is in here. What's up, Josh? He goes, the Legacy lightsabers are 150 oh, okay. Yeah. Well, still cheaper than... I, again, I would rather have a Luke, say, a Luke saber. Luke Skywalker lightsaber versus just one I made myself. Yeah. But I get you're paying for the experience. Basically, you're paying $50 for the experience. Yeah. If you want to put it that way. Yes. No, Which isn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, Kai said, I think Oga's is cool every once in a while. It's always, To me, it's always cool. It's just always so expensive. Well, it's expensive and it's loud. Yeah. You, you're not going to want to go to Oga's and be like, let's go have a no. deep, meaningful conversation about it. I things. actually like it in the morning the best. I've like, never been in the morning. Like breakfast. Yeah, quotes, I can see that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. Uh, Kai said, the rise is the best thing ever. Only bad is if you can't get on it. Yeah, that seems to be a thing. Uh, Dixie Gilstrap said Karen's. Always Karen's. <laughs> uh, Gary said, I think when you get Coca-Cola to theme bottles of soda to the land from their product portfolio, then Disney should be able to come up with a bag of purchase. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'd say is one of my good is those themed soda bottles. So unique, refreshing, and souvenir. That's true. Like, totally they're, right. They're a cool souvenir. And and they are a little pricey, but where else are you going to find a thermal detonator looking right soda yeah so but again they, he's right they went through all of that I with know. one of the other biggest brands in the world and then they were like hey you want to customize these bags if they did nah, i'm cool think about it or if they just if it was too much of legit- it's got to be cost it couldn't be cost prohibitive maybe i don't know mu- i mean for disney i mean i get if it's like you and i yeah but it's like you could buy ma- you could just get black bags i know they literally don't have to be themed you can now, just get I guess Disney wants them to be, but are you ever, or do you ever walk around Disney and see some, like if you saw somebody carrying just a plain bag, are you going to, like, is it going to confuse you? No, no I think I like, wonder if, they it, probably bought something if it there. could be a security thing of like, they see a wall, they see a, a Disney bag. But again, I, I feel like that's something you could get past. I don't know. Yeah. I would, that's one I would love to know. So when, um, Maybe at the opening of the Diz Dude Smokehouse, uh, whenever that decides. Yeah, we'll I'm talk, sure the Bobs will be there. We'll talk to Bob. I'm, we probably have an invite who's in the, the mail. New, who's the new Josh guy? Diamero? We'll uh, yeah, we'll talk to him. I, I, bet, like, he, I bet he'd give some answers. He seems he seems down to I'm loving everything I've seen from he him seems, so yeah. far. I feel like he's a type that like maybe he's, and he just whispers, he's like, like the show. You're like, yeah. oh, he listens, but he never would admit it yes. to anybody, and we look like idiots. Yeah, we'll hunt him down. Yeah. We're, now we're going to send it to the Bobs and Josh. Be like, why don't we get <laughs> black bags in Galaxy's Edge, Josh? <laughs> I feel like Josh is a weird name for like a professional, by the way. You don't hear of many yeah. like uber successful people named Josh. No. They're, yeah. More like Elon. Well, <laughs> there's one guy. Or apparently Bob, because that's very popular in the... Bob's what, if a he, very, what if he has been named Bob? Bob's a funny one. You either have Bob, like a Bob Iger, or you yeah. got like Bob, and he's the guy in the back that's just like chilling, like yeah. hammering away at something. Like, <laughs> Bob, what are you doing back there? I'm just trying to fix this table. <laughs> he's three beers deep. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh said they can at least say Black Spire Outpost. Yeah. No, I agree. I, just, I still yeah. think it was... yeah. Or may- maybe their initial thought was they didn't want to deal with the ridiculous eBay resale market. You know? I mean, look at the issues with the Sporks. Now they have well, them and they're and selling that, them. That one almost made my bad was that people stealing the yes. Sporks. But they should have this from the get-go is uh, make it available. They, that's what they should have just done. They knew yeah. this was going to be an issue. And just totally say, totally knew it. with your purchase, do you want a Spork? It's, you can buy it at George and yeah. it's $2. Yeah, an upgrade. 
it, people would do it. They'd be Every like, sure. Time. And, but instead, they went this route. They had to get stolen. They take it away. Like, yep. it, again. They, and they bring them back for, what, eleven ninety nine or something, I think? It comes in a little pouch now. You can yeah. buy one. I think it's like 11 12 Is it bucks. really? I think it's up there. I don't know if it's yep. that. But they could have done almost the same thing with the bags. Yeah. Would have taken that. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Katya says, Josh seems like a cool guy. Oh, yeah. I forgot Josh. Well, Joshua Powell. Joshua Powell's different. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Does that all Josh is very understandable. <laughs> oh, the Joshes are coming, coming at you. I just vented like 19 Joshes in the group. <laughs> My bad, guys. Uh, power. The Joshes are going to unite against me. My downfall will be I, I said something about Josh. I just think about I knew a guy in high school named Josh, and he just was like, we used to always say, like, we're joshing around. And he was one of those guys that you kind of like, like, if you went up to him and you just kind of like, hey, man, what's going on? You poked him. He was like, oh, you guys are always picking on me. It's like, <laughs> calm down, Josh. Like, geez. Uh, um, uh, Ron, Josh says, I find Josh is a very professional name. You know what? It is, guys. I'm sorry. I mean, it. Jared can be a weird name. Jared spelled 200 different ways. So that's true. That. Dave said, here's the thing. Do they really need their bags to say Disney on them anyway in the park? Do they need to advertise in yeah. the park? The answer, is, the answer is yes, Dave. Yeah, apparently. The answer... But, yes. but that's that thing. Like, I mean, again, somebody's walking in the park with one of the Disney bags. Is somebody going to be like, where did you, where did you get that? Be like, uh, yeah, I just, I just bought some merchandise. They sell merchandise here? What? <laughs> and they're going to put it in a, a bag with the castle on it? Well, you could also make How was I unaware of this? Target need to have Target on their bag. Right. I mean, every place does yeah. it. So it's, yeah. not like, it's not like Disney's <laughs> the only one that does this. Right. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, Josh says, that's my dad's corny joke. He says, I'm always Josh. Cut it out, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Josh around, Josh. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to add? No, I don't think so. I think, uh, as always, we have uh, enlightened and, and entertained at least ourselves. I don't know I if anyone like, else. But I feel like the statue uh, that shall be erected will have this underneath it as one of the better episodes. Probably. Send send it to the Bobs. Yeah, be, the, be doing Putting this. that off. I'm just writing it down here for some reason. That would be a good yeah, pose for thinking. it. Man. I assume that's already outside of... Regal Eagle. That's probably. I'm it's assuming, probably why it's taking a little I'm, bit. I'm longer guessing they took. Well, I to did chisel our features I to perfection. I did get a phone call and they said, "Send me know, a face mold." How does this look? And I said, "You guys clearly did not get the the yeah. thickness of my shoulders." And then they were like, "Okay, hold on," and they sent a guy. And yeah, I could have dreamt that. Maybe I'm it sounds. Sure it sounds like it's a true story. I I'm 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 not gonna say 100, percent but it seems like it would be. But. I'll allow it. Uh, let's see if anybody has Uncle 32 here. Da, da, da. Josh said, I find you both be quite entertaining. Well, thank you, Josh. Well, thank you. After I just insulted Josh. <laughs> Filed your name. <laughs> so far, Club 32 is not on my side now. I, I've insulted Josh's, and I said cats are the worst, yeah. which I think I stand by that. I'm going to get a cat named Josh. <laughs> that makes sense. That, makes sense. <laughs> that would be funny. You just walk in one I day. will apologize Jerry, for the that, Josh's comment, but I, I, I stand by my cat comment. I cat comment. I, uh, there will be a future uh, Diz Dudes thing is, uh, cat cats, show. Cats know the deal. Like when they're around me, I think they know. Like I think cats are like, we know we have friends or we foes. We can sense it. And they're like, that guy would, that guy would, he would totally eat so us. That's what I could. think makes them smart is they're able to sense such a thing. It could be. And then they'll just steer clear. That's, so. that's a good point. Smart animals. All right. Well, that'll do it for today's show. So uh, thank you Club 32 for joining us and... Uh, I guess think we'll thank ourselves for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Neither one of us had a choice. We didn't have a choice. We were here. So, uh, all right. Well, we will, and we'll do something special next week. will be our hundredth episode of Diz Dudes. So yeah. there will be something uh, special we'll do. We're gonna. I think what we're gonna try and do is is record from Disney. Yes, that is hopefully the plan. I don't know if we'll be able to do live. 
We'll Probably. See. We're trying to figure we're out figure the out logistics. logistics. Um, and if you have ordered shirts, they will be done this week. Uh, long story short, I, I had to we have to rebuild the table uh, that we print stuff on because it didn't make it in the move. So that's that was part of the, the thing there. So apologize for the delay, but it'll be out this week. So uh, all right, that'll do it. So thank you guys and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. We were singing my my this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye. Saying soon I'm gonna be.